If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hey guys, this is Scott. Um, As you know, things have kind of blown up around the community in the last couple of days regarding this Hearthstone uh, competition and the letting go of uh, one of the winners and the streamers, or sorry, the shoutcasters and all of it being uh, about being stuff he said about Hong Kong and about the situation over there and um, Blizzard deciding to... um, to fire everybody and to take away his winnings and, you know, basically take a stand in a direction that a lot of people are very, very upset about. Um, I'm upset about it. And I know a lot of other people are upset about it. I'm also conflicted about a lot of it. Some people are mad at me for being even conflicted. Anyway, um, I don't think I want to do a show this weekend that's normal. I don't want to do a, a regular episode where we just you know, fawn over the video games we love. Uh, I think I'm going to need some time to think about that. But um, instead, here's what I'm going to do. I didn't want to leave you guys void of the discussion, but to be honest, I'm just worn out from it. Today was just nonstop. Clobbered from every angle, whether it was social media or otherwise, it was just uh, kind of insane. So uh, here's what I'm doing instead. For the next 25 minutes or so, I have put in here a excised portion of a discussion we had about this very thing today on the morning stream. It's a different show. I know um, it's my morning show, but it was entirely about China and the Hearthstone thing. We also talked a little bit about the NBA thing and uh, complicated issues like, you know, at what point are companies too big? Um, is it is it even sustainable to expect yourself to grow forever. And if that's true, then why do they feel like they have to make, you know, certain concessions to do it? I mean, there's a lot to break down, but because it was kind of this raw, as it was happening, rolling out of my head conversation, it actually turned out pretty good. And I think worth listening to, and you'll get an idea of where I'm, where I'm at with it. As the day has gone on longer, I've gotten a little angrier about all of it. Um, but I think this is a good look at some of that raw, raw reaction and emotion as it was uh, pouring out of us this morning. So, uh, this will feature me, obviously there's also Justin Robert Young, who's our guest for our, normally it's a kind of a political segment on the show, but we definitely kind of went down this one road today. Uh, And of course, Brian Nibbett, my co-host in the morning is there as well. And I think there's some music in the background, uh, that's sort of just bed music. It's not meant to underscore anything i just want you to know how that works because that's the way the morning show works we have bed music for our guests so anyway uh if you are interested in this please go ahead and give it a listen uh if not i totally understand we'll be back with a normal episode hopefully soon Um, we'll certainly keep you informed uh but i think you'll get something out of this so i'll shut up now and let you listen to it thanks a lot we'll talk to you soon can i talk about china oh we can if you want uh there's the it's starting to permeate my my own personal world with this Hearthstone thing. It's like uh Yeah. It's a bigger deal than I thought it was gonna turn into because the the South Park thing 
Which, by the way, that clip where the dude's got the whiteboard and he's talking to the kids. I haven't seen the whole episode yet. Yeah. I intend to today. I watched it today. By the way, uh, it is it is currently on Comedy Central's website without ads, which I don't know whether or not that's because nobody oh. wants to put ads on that episode, but I watched it for free on Comedy Central's website. Maybe they're, that's a little bit of shade thrown by them, maybe. I don't know. Or maybe nobody wants to advertise, hard to say. But they... Uh, they the the scene I've seen the clip that I've seen circulating where he's talking to the kids and they want yeah. they, they want to do their story and he's like oh you can't do that Winnie the Pooh is insensitive because it looks like Chairman Mao or whatever like they that's, <laughs> Chairman G oh G, sure. sorry the new guy sorry they that yeah. scene is everything it's the whole thing that like South Park does so well sometimes they they metaphorically wrap yeah. stuff up in such simple language but perfectly sort of illustrate at least the bottom line of what all this means. So yeah. I'm going to have to go deep and hard on Friday's instance and try to uh, discuss it in a way that doesn't f- piss everybody off everywhere. But basically it's, I sound a little bit like you here, actually. Um, <laughs> that may get me in trouble too, but they, uh, Blizzard and the, the Houston Rockets and the whoever's, they're kind of just being, if corporations are people, the people only want the money and the money can't happen if you don't please who where the money's coming from and china's a giant emerging market so you bend the knee because yeah you want to you want to play ball there and it's not and, that shocking and, and, to me that nobody's you know that no blizzard didn't stand up and go we stand with this pro player immovably in our belief that further growth and they're not going to do that they need to make money they're a company, and so they're going to do this other thing. Yeah. Do I like it? No, I don't like it. Uh, am I pro-democracy in Hong Kong and elsewhere? Absolutely I am. But I, I don't know why any of us are freaking out. Or some, I guess freaking out is separate. If, you want, if you're in a position to be able to do something, great. But this is companies. This is corporate everything. It's ugly. It's a side of it we don't like to talk about or think about. But it exists, and I don't know why everyone's surprised. Like, not my blizzard. Uh, uh, like not well, my I mean, Apple, I, I, not my I, I, Google, not my everyone's doing this. Google, remember Google's got a whole different kind of search approach over there where they don't well, get Well, oh, yeah. no no no, they 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 were building one and then they got criticized for it and and they cooled it down for now. I mean, who knows eventually uh, uh how it will shake out there, but I think it is interesting because we have had a couple moments lately where we've seen kind of uh the the the, the chain get yanked by China. That China is a gigantic uh, emerging market. It's also a, tort- a totalitarian and Orwellian mess. And so what happened with Blizzard I, and, and what happened with the Houston Rockets is, number one, I don't think it is a coincidence that this, this is happening as China's 70th anniversary of the Communist Party begins, the Golden Week or National Day of uh, the, the founding of the Communist Party in 1949 happened earlier this month. Uh, and this is a huge year for uh, Chairman Xi specifically to make sure that everything rolls along smoothly. Uh, it has not so far with the Hong Kong protest. And now they're kind of flexing their muscle a little bit that uh, for those who are unaware, Daryl Morey, the GM of the Houston Rockets, tweeted a fairly benign, at least on American Twitter standards, uh, a thing about standing with Hong Kong. And next thing you know, his job's in jeopardy. The NBA has to apologize uh, the the owner of his team apologizes to, to China. 
You've got uh, players apologizing to media in Japan. They're going to play in China and all of China's state basketball organizations and sponsors dropped out from the Houston Rockets. I, I, I assume that, and correct me if I'm wrong, is, is Activision, which is the parent company of Blizzard, that was a, a heavy portion of that was bought into by Tencent. Right. Uh, well, no. Chinese so company. no, Tencent doesn't have any investment, but they do have a relationship with. So Tencent owns a lot of video game stuff. Currently, they don't yeah. own anything Blizzard Activision related, but they okay. cooperate. They cooperate in some market stuff. But it's the other company, not Tencent. What's the other one? Uh, the ones that are gonna. Oh, the uh, ones that Alibaba. No, it's another name, and I forgot the freaking name. Um. I can't remember his name or the name of the company. They're 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 making the other game. NetEase, there it is. NetEase is there is the other big Chinese. That's a big Chinese company, and NetEase is facilitating. They facilitate how WoW works over there. They are oh, the, okay. they're helping co-develop this mobile Diablo game. Like it's kind of a big deal for them, and they don't want to offend them or any shareholders or anything else. Um, let me clear something up real quick. The chat room is saying that uh, well, some, a couple of people are, uh, specifically are saying. Because I said it's business, and why is anyone surprised? No, I stand by that. I don't like it. I think it sucks. And that, and and if you're asking me if I think something should be done about it, absolutely. I'm just saying it's. I don't know why this is shocking to anybody. Like this is what businesses do. They ignore stuff like that to make money in places where they need to make money and where they want to make money. I'm not saying it's morally correct. I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying, why are you shocked by that? If you're shocked by it, you haven't been paying attention. Welcome to this dark corner of capitalism. It kind of sucks. All right, go ahead. It is it is kind of interesting that this is a capitalism thing, right? And not a totalitarian government making extraordinary demands to keep the business partnerships going. And that, that has been an interesting... I don't, I'm not saying it's invalid, right? but it, it does seem to be pushing the responsibility away from the fact that, well, maybe you're just in a bad business deal. Maybe the the you know uh, unlimited funds that can or are promised by China and the unlimited growth that is promised by China, maybe that juice is is not worth the squeeze ultimately, depending on on how you want to imagine these things. Right. I I just I just find it fascinating that that it, it seems there there seems to be a a line of conversation about this that is just like well what do you expect the almighty dollar am I right uh, when <laughs> It, it, it that to me at least seems to minimize some of the horrors that happen in China, up to and including actual concentration camps and, and yeah stuff and like murders and like, of dissenters and like it's awful. Like yeah. there's stuff that goes on behind the scenes that is bad, and so watching companies bend over backwards to maintain their market or their relationships so they can have access to a certain market is ugly. It's bad. It's not good. I just don't. It's always how it's been. I'm not saying it's always is how it there, should is be. There, is there a point? Is there a point that would make you so creeped out that you would not? You would want to to pull back involvement with some of the stuff that you do because you do a lot with Blizzard. Oh yeah, you know. Is I there do. is there is there a point that you would say? Ah, I don't know. Now this is weighing. Now I'm making moral equivocations that I'm not comfortable. Oh, I'm feeling that now. Like that. See, this is where I don't want to be confused. I'm upset about it in a very raw and personal way because I believe strongly in not only Hong Kong's desire to do what they're doing, but in their ultimate goal. 
of independence and further, you know, better, better democracies for more people and less uh, oppression and all that stuff. I'm for all of it. Um, and so, yeah, it's already a thing for me. Like, is it enough for me to go, that's it, never touch anything Blizzard does again, that's it, I'm out. I'm not doing that. I think there's no. more to be said. Also, I think there, you mentioned the Google thing and how they kind of had to back off, back off a little. They may have to do that here. I don't know. Like enough pressure from enough people. That's how that sort of stuff gets done. So I'm sort of pro that and, too. And by, by the way, for those, I think I think, I think we kind of rolled over this, but uh, uh, did you guys talk about this earlier in the show? Not really, no. This is actually the right, first. So, I just knew I had a lot on Friday to worry about, so I haven't talked about it much until I was going to save it for then. But I'm happy to do it here. So anyway, go ahead. Give us your... Well, all right. So, so just, uh, just for those of for the folks who don't know, there was a Hearthstone player in an esports tournament who uh, during his, I think it was a victory, uh, said that, you know, uh, Hong Kong should be free and you know, stand with democracy. Uh, the casters ducked under the desk so they could, I guess, avoid the, uh, the, 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 the verbal blast. It did not save them. Both the casters have been fired and the player has been banned from competition and all of his prize money was ordered uh, back to Blizzard. So oh, he wow. is now persona non grata within the Hearthstone esports scene because... He's from Hong Kong. He, he dared talk about uh, Hong Kong fighting for democracy. Yeah, the, the the other controversy is that the two casters were kind of pressuring him uh, to get it on tape. Um, oh, really? Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, a little bit. If you go watch the video and you listen to the translation, uh, assuming the two, three sources I've read for the translation, they all seem to be consistent with each other. It appears that it was uh, not coerced, but it was like, hey, we're encouraging you to make a statement about your your thing and, yeah. and and he and he did that uh here's the other thing so i don't know what the backsplash will be or the peripheral damage will be if any but um tencent owns all of riot who makes the world's biggest video game well behind Fortnite yep. now but uh with league of legends they own a huge share of epic and uh Fortnite. uh they own all of a number of companies <laughs> And then those companies yeah. own other companies. Like it's a big the share of market that Chinese companies now own means that we may not be done with this conversation for a while. Oh, it's gonna oh, get spoiler weird. Spoiler alert: We're not. Yeah. We're absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, again, this is this is China reminding everybody that like, all right, well, look, uh, what we bring to the table is a lot of money and infinite growth. Because we have a lot of people yeah. in in China, and they are rapidly becoming uh, more and more uh, uh, wealthy, and and ability they have the ability to spend more than they had in the past. Also, China is the the only place on Earth where movie going is actually on the rise. People are building theaters in China. They are not building theaters here in America, where many of these movies originate. So. China holds a lot of cards in their hand, and that is the, the bargain that they have is, okay, well, you can have all this. You can have all this money. You can have all this growth. But guess what? When we need to pull your chain, we're going to pull your chain. And that's exactly what happened to Blizzard. It's what happened to the NBA. And I totally agree with you, Scott, that this is something that we are by no means done with. Yeah, it'll go on for a while. It'll be it'll be interesting just, just to see if... Like there's rumors of protests at BlizzCon, which is what in two and a half weeks, three weeks. Yeah. That that'll be a new thing there, other than the 
two or three Jesus people with their signs that show up and tell us how <laughs> how thralls they're always there. Yeah. Yeah, those guys are always there. They I just mean, live right. there. So, do you do you think that as somebody who obviously has his finger on the pulse of kind of the Blizzard fan community, that this is something that Blizzard really needs to worry about, or is this just another gamer controversy that'll kind of come and go? Uh, so here's the interesting. Uh, that's a great question. I think that this will not matter to players as much as when Blizzard does something else like <laughs> let me put it this way there was there will be mo- there will be more historical anger surrounding them releasing a uh, news of a mobile version of Diablo and not Diablo 4 at last year's BlizzCon that controversy yeah. or layoffs controversy or cancellation of giant projects controversy I think will live larger in the minds of of these gamers than this will um, and that's yeah. a bummer because I think that the energy should better be spent in this way um, because that other stuff just is trying to, you know, uh, that other stuff just plays with gamers and their loyalties and their feelings of, uh, you well, know. But also, but also, it's like, look, we are all defined by our self-interest. If I'm really excited for Diablo 4 and now I know that I'm not going to get Diablo 4 for another year, then that will make me more upset than the plight of somebody across the world because... People have been living in in squalid tyranny across the world for many, many years, and they are indeed doing it as we speak. And it's not like that's the only thing we're we're, we're talking about. We're we're talking about whether or not you know this will affect Blizzard as a company. So yeah, that, that, I think I think that the self interest is at least psychologically understandable. But what is fascinating now is that I I do think that a lot of these deals, and be it with China or Saudi Arabia. But a lot of these uh, countries that are putting a ton of money into American media, now you're starting to see where the price tag of that is. And I do wonder whether or not going forward that becomes more of an issue for for Blizzard that like at, at the, you know, it's like, all right, well, well, we'll go ahead and pull this dude because he did X, Y or Z or I don't know. I guess I'm actually waiting for the Blizzard the, the the soft you know yeah. sources from behind the scenes story of like mm. hey look this guy was explicitly told you know and the casters were explicitly told that we wanted to keep this apolitical it's not specifically the message it's that he disregarded these uh th- this directive that we had we would have pulled him if he would have started talking about you know how trump should be reelected because we we want to make sure that this is apolitical I'm waiting for that. That to me seems to be the natural Blizzard PR move. 100 percent with you. That is, if that's not coming, I would I would eat my hat. I'm sure that something to that effect is coming. And the truth is, it is there in their terms when they sign these contracts with these guys. And the truth is, he broke it. Um, what people are upset about is obviously, well, you know, this should there should be exceptions for things that affect people's lives in this way. And I I totally get their position. Sidian said something in the chat that I'm going to repeat that I think is is interesting because it's just good to get all sides of this. And that's why permanent growth corporate ideas are kind of unsustainable. And here's an example. He says, Blizzard should have given China the bird, laid off every single employee in their now uh, shuttered Chinese market, additionally laid off the legion of support staff that are stateside, tanked their stock prices and made themselves obsolete right before falling on ceremonial swords. He's being sarcastic, obviously, but that's the reality of it. And the reality of it feels immoral. The it feels immoral and also has its own subsections of moral questions. Of 
is it the is it the community staff's fault in Irvine that all this is happening? They have families, they have bills to pay, they have lives to live. They're doing great work. Should we should they have to fall on these same swords that the upper overlords are having to deal with? Like that's the with that is part of these conversations every time when it comes to always have profits, always exceed those expectations. And that means when you run out of bodies in America, you move to Europe. And when you're out of those bodies, you move somewhere else. And when you're out of those bodies, you move to China. You exploit new markets. And by exploiting those new markets, you uh, make concessions on, on certain kinds of freedoms or ideals. And it just keeps happening. And it's a, it's a pattern that's driven by you can never stop making more money. Not, not that you can be small and sustain yourselves and, and be good. We have to just keep adding more and more on top of it. And I'm a free market dude. I am a big time believer in free market competition. But at some point, it's not sustainable without these problems. So that's the thing we just got to face part as part of. Well, this there is. Well, look, I mean, there is a question of ethics, right? Like, 100%. Like you can want to continue to feed the families of everybody that is there in Irvine. You can continue to want to give them raises. You can continue to want to put them on projects that will bring them prestige and, and growth uh, and not make deals with people that you feel are going to be, uh, you know, overarching in their control over your product or, or make your user base uncomfortable. Ultimately, every business does have to make those decisions. I mean, look, if if uh, uh, all of a sudden, you know, Scott Johnson and Frog Pants gets an email from uh, uh, you know, a big, uh, you know, some Chinese uh, uh, backed podcast company that says, hey, look, we really want to continue to bring American podcasting. It's exploding in China. Every, everybody loves listening to American podcasts. We want to all of a sudden uh, we can explode your growth. We can go from whatever you're currently doing on the morning stream and we can have 10 million people tomorrow every day listen to the morning stream and you're going to be compensated appropriately for that. But from here on out and look, it's not going to be hard. It's not like the morning stream is meet the press. You guys don't talk about China all that much. We really just want to hear the hilarious stories of uh, Scott, you know, uh, eating fast food in the parking lot and uh, Brian playing uh, great American cover songs. So just no mentioning of China, no mentioning of voting, no mentioning of Hong Kong, uh, uh, 10 million people and you're going to make money that is compensate to that. that. That's something that you might be interested in, right? Right. I mean, <laughs> okay, I'll say this. First of all, you're, you're kind of right. Second of all, <laughs> second of all, here's the thing. I mean, we do that now, like Brian and I avoid, we don't talk about politics until you come on. As an example, we just don't. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Not because it isn't important, not because it doesn't matter to us personally. It's because we know that the show is just going to become a giant touchstone of controversy if we did. Sure. And we don't want exactly. it to be. Exactly. We so don't why, want it so to be. So, by the way, dear dear listeners, understand that if Jerry goes away, it's because TMS is playing <laughs> Shang. <laughs> See, this is how this stuff starts. Okay, but I, this is how it works. But this is this is what I'll say in the same. In the same way that I want Romney to stand up to the president and vote a certain way, it's actually the same desire I would have for Blizzard to stand up to this yeah. and actually take the hit for it. I think it's worth taking the hit for morally and ethically. I think if they said, well, I guess we're out of China, 
fine. Shut it all down over there. Be done. Take a giant hit. You would have huge layoffs. I still think it might I mean, be the uh, right... Eff- effectively, effectively, that means the end of Hearthstone. I mean, Hearthstone, I think, uh, uh, you know, receded, I think, 10% in terms of user base in America. It exploded in China like 34% over the last quarter. And that is a, a trend that keeps going forward. Yeah, so it may end it. Blizzard, uh, Blizzard, Blizzard saying, hey, we're out of we're out of uh, China or uh, would might mean the end of some of your favorite Blizzard products, or at least the way that we know them. Right. I Possibly. But all I know is I've known a Blizzard. I've known this company since I was 18 or 20 yeah. or whatever I was when they started. And I've followed this company all the way through all of the times of growth. And there was a time where they were a, a really great, but small tight studio that put out amazing experiences and sold tons of copies and they weren't even in Asian markets at that time. And so it, it it's not going to happen because this isn't how corporate America or corporate world works, especially publicly owned companies. Um, but it'd be great if they just said, you know, we're cool with uh, having 5 million WoW subscribers and we're cool with maintaining uh, the other IPs we have and we make enough money to do that and we can close down a bunch of stuff and then just we can be right here. But no one does that. Everybody wants to go more, 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 more. There's no end to the more. And if you, well, and if, and well, if but, you but also, but also, it's like so. But, and then they turn their back on the Chinese uh, players that really like them, but that have no interest in propping up their government and are the real victims of some of the things that we're going to get on our high horse and and decry. We're gonna say, well, like, okay, like I, I do think that. Look, I'm not here to make the argument that like all growth is bad because i do think that that's the thing about a free market is that you can over pump what you're looking to do you can get too ambitious with what you're looking to do and you can make a, a decision that's detrimental to your entire business right and and you can make the argument that some of the expansion into china and taking that money and thinking that nothing was ever going to change uh was foolhardy by some of these companies and by the way these are the biggest companies that we deal with specifically in terms of media however There is also the argument for Blizzard to say, hey, look, we have no interest in politics. We have no interest in in some of these things. We are able to, like, with with a few minor changes, let's go ahead and change the Jaina Proudmoore uh, hero art to not show so much cleave. And uh, uh, we'll we'll just go ahead and and, uh, figure all that out. But uh, other than that, we can easily bring everything that we do into China because it is apolitical. And we can delight uh, millions of players uh, in China and show them what American ingenuity and creativity is. Like, mm-hmm. I do understand that. I do think that that's real. I don't think that that it, I think it would be intellectually dishonest to say that that's not a part of why they want to continue to spread. Now, it also makes them a ton of money. But that's the point of a, a, the, the, the best moments in a business are when you are able to make a connection with users and also make a bunch of money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I think that's true. I mean, this is the this is going to be the hard part because if they their stance is look, none of this is about politics. We just want we don't want politics in our in our tournaments and in our our public events, and we just don't want it. Like, and that's why it's part of our TOS. This, this also did it, it. It did happen at the worst time oh, because you do have, have this. You have this NBA thing that's currently going. So it looks like that China is making a coordinated effort. By the way, I think they might be. <laughs> they might actually uh, to, be doing. <laughs> to make sure that they remind all of their American partners, hey, you like this money, right? I just want to make sure that you like this money because this money doesn't come with many strings. 
but here's some uh, a few more strings. And by the way, we might be rolling out a few more of these strings uh, over the next year or so. Yeah, and sp- speaking of uh, changes that they would make for China, this is, I don't know how much this fact is known, but one of my f- favorite weird things that ever happened in World of Warcraft's history, when they launched into the Chinese market, the Chinese were unwilling to accept it. It was going to be banned if they didn't turn all the undead, which is an entire race, an integral race of, yeah. of characters within the World of Warcraft, they all could not show any bones because the way the models worked at the time is their arms ended here. You had a little bone showing. Then the arms started up here. Yeah. Their legs were kind of, some of the bones were showing. They're undead. They're literally, you know, zombie people with brain, you know, that are smart. And mm-hmm. they wouldn't do it unless everybody turned into, you know, just normal looking dudes, basically. And so they did that. Yeah. Uh, also, you can't show corpses on the ground in that game. So when you would go to a fight where you're fighting a huge world boss and everybody's dying like flies... Instead of a bunch of bodies that would turn into bones after resurrection or after you went and ran back to your body, a whole ton of gravestones show up because that's acceptable. So you already have these cultural exceptions, right? <laughs> yeah. And so no, there was a whole thing about Ghostbusters that they had to like change some element of the core plot of the newer Ghostbusters because Chinese don't like that ain't a funny, silly, spooky Halloween thing. Like the the, the the dead and spirits and bodies, like they have a whole different point of view on that. Right. Exactly. Also, PUBG using crates instead of uh, dead players. Someone in the chat uh, codes from home just said that's true. That's another one of those that they did over there. So we already make those kinds of uh, exceptions. We're willing to do, I, you know, it's Blizzard's not saying nobody said, hey, Blizzard, you want to be in China? Make sure you go off those two dudes for me that are being trouble. That yeah, it's not levels of that, but it just feels bad. It tastes bad. It, it's it's got a bad sour taste to it, and I hope that they do something. But I honestly don't have a ton of hope because none of these companies do anything. We gotta we gotta quit assuming. See, it's so funny. <laughs> My argument about that sounds like your argument or your your confusion about why I feel that way about Romney. And I guess I guess I'm gonna hold Blizzard in that same regard. I want them to do the right thing here. But if they don't, then they'll kind of be, I'll be mad at them. But I'd still, I mean, look, I'd still probably uh, vote for Romney. I think, I, I, yeah, I, I totally <laughs> think that uh, the, the best that you could hope for from Blizzard is them to CYA on like, hey, look, this is not, oh my God, we are an American company with American values and we really care about freedom. We really care about democracy. This is just about the fact that we told this guy not to say a thing. He directly disobeyed this order, and uh, so did the casters. And so it, it could have been about anything. This is not. It certainly is not about the fact that uh, uh, China is a massive partner for us, and it's our gigantic growth operation for Hearthstone. And so, Hearthstone might be dead. It's also not reciprocal. Around. You know what I mean? There's no reciprocation here. If if Blizzard goes, we have decided. We've heard you. We've heard your voices, players. We've decided. We're pulling out of China. We do not support this regime. Thank you for your continued support. That doesn't suddenly mean a ton of American players are going to go, oh, Blizzard, I'm going to buy everything you make. I'm going to go sub to everything I already don't. That isn't going to happen. There's no reciprocation. Well, because also, because also there's like, now you have all these millions of Chinese players that are like, wait, what? Like now we don't get to play. I had this whole deck set up. I spent all this. I spent all this money building up my Hearthstone collection, and now it's 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 banned because Winnie the Pooh said so. Yeah, here's here's my expectation. Regardless of what happens in the next few days, they're going to take a little hit on their stock price. They may already have. 
because um, it's just messy. So people are. <laughs> I'll tell you what, they would take a lot bigger hit on their stock price if they pulled out of China. <laughs> yeah, they they absolutely would. It'll recover. Uh, and players who say, "Well, I'm boycotting Blizzard," will not do it in the numbers that'll make a dent, and that things will go on as usual. I guess what I'm saying is, it's a complicated, messy, ugly thing that you can both disagree with and accept the realities of. That's kind of my my bottom line on it. And Brian, um, Brian yeah. I feel bad. We've left Brian like not talking at all, dude. I apologize. It's okay, no, are you kidding? I'm sure, uh, here's the thing: there are certain things, certain topics that we talk about on the show that I've got a little bit of knowledge of, and I can kind of pipe in and and jump in when we talk about. This is one that I have not been following. I feel so ignorant <laughs> about it, but I, I haven't been following it, so I'm kind of like, oh, really? Oh, wow, that's oh, interesting. Oh, really? Is that it? you know? <laughs> I know about like I get the surface level uh, news with the NBA and the the yeah. The controversy there. I have not gone any further deeper in there with the, the Hearthstone tournament, any of that stuff. So, yeah, basically, I am the John Stewart on the Daily Show eating popcorn. Yeah, <laughs> meme. Nice. Uh, all, all, the only thing that I would hope that people get out of this, and both the NBA thing and the Blizzard thing, is just like just understand what's going on in China. You know, China's a very mm-hmm. fascinating partner. That, by the way, like we're gonna have to live with. Uh, we are on a global community. We are ever more interconnected. We are going to have to learn to live with China. Oh, like especially, especially if yeah. we are in in a situation where we don't want a global conflict that could end the planet. We would we would like to have a friendly, you know, no two uh, countries that trade together have ever gone to war. Right. Right. Like that that is usually the way that the precursor is. You want to have businesses deal over there. However, we are also at a point culturally where we are more aware of the things that are going on around us. And I think that that is something that we do all need to reconcile. And I don't think that it helps that everybody kind of jumps to the most hyperbolic position that they possibly can. But it is something that I, I do think is is a defining issue of our age. How we, we, we look at this kind of stuff for... Uh, you know, in, in the lens of our own morals. Yeah, I, and one final note: I did get an email this morning, uh, demanding that I, or, or, or basically saying, "Well, what are you going to do? Are you going to quit? The, are you going to stop the incidents and protest?" And kind of basically saying that's what I should do. And I had yeah. to remind this person, and I would remind everybody else: the instance is not a wholly owned subsidiary of Blizzard in any fashion. They don't pay me anything. No. Right. Uh, I don't work for Blizzard. They don't cut any checks to me ever unless they're paying for a service. And they've never, you know, they've done that once uh, last year when I was on stage for a hosting gig, a contract gig that ended, started and ended. Uh, the idea of me ending a show that could actually have a very positive uh, or at the very least informative back and forth discussion about this very issue and have it mm-hmm. move with the issue. I don't see how that's a thing you'd want to silence anyway. So well, no, no, hell I mean, no. Look, uh, the, the, the instance is a Blizzard community podcast. That means that there is a community there that could operate independent of Blizzard. Yeah. Like, like the, there might be people that stop listening, but you could say, hey, look, we're just not going to cover Hearthstone anymore because you want to know what? Like, that's just something that we're not to say that you would do this or you should do this, but you could. Right. You mm-hmm. could say we're just not going to cover this because I, I don't agree with the operations of the company and I just want to like move on. I, I want to cut off that element and people might stop listening to the show. You would risk that. But 
that would be a decision that you would make. You could out and out and say, I'm not covering any Blizzard stuff. In fact, from here on out, we're only talking about things that happened pre this date. And you would have the ability to continue to do that show because you have the right to continue to talk to the community that has gathered around the instance. Your lens of how much and how you want to cover Blizzard is totally up to you. Dare I say it's the reason why people listen. Yeah, like why else? I mean, oh, it was just a silly suggestion, and so uh, no offense to that guy if he's listening, but that was a weird thing to say. I assume you retired, you hadn't had your coffee yet, and you hadn't thought it through because that was a dumb thing to say. Yeah. 